here, America. This is Wake Up America. There you and go. I am your host, JW. Hey, and my w. co-host, e. right in the background there. <laughs> Ooh, boy, I want to go to the NFL. And, and you know, so, so we're talking sports tonight here. Ooh. Well, um, Are you ready? Well, uh, I got to take it over to the AFC East because uh, it looks like the uh, J-E-T-S took a beat down. <laughs> uh, yeah, real funny there. Real funny. Well, you know what? I got to say, man, I, I am a New Yorker and I root for the home team. But you know what? I am kind of glad that the dog pound got a win. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's good for football. You know, I have to say it's really good for football to see a team who hasn't won in about the past year or so. And I just don't like the way they won the game, to be honest with you. Well, hey, well, you were playing for uh, this high draft pick to get in the game. And sometimes you got to be careful what you ask for, because I think he just lit up the Cleveland Stadium and uh, he's just started picking apart the Jets secondary. Now, I can't take away anything because that's the best pass rush I've seen all year from the Jets. Correct. Now, the thing is, their back seven is good. Their secondary is excellent, but they, they, they will get tired if you don't get to the quarterback. But they were getting to the quarterback. Uh, I just think his, his release was quick and he knew where his, uh, his receivers were at. What do you now, think? Now, when you say he, I mean, what quarterback are we talking here? Because we had about two quarterbacks playing that game. And I, what I would have to say is first here first is that that first guy, and I don't even want to name his name because it's not worth mentioning. <laughs> okay. And, and that guy stayed in the game and didn't get that concussion. This game would have been, we would have been talking totally different here tonight. Totally different. Mm. Well, well you, you know how you know how the game is played. It's played at a high level. You know, if you if you take a headshot now in the NFL, you got to come out. That's protocol. However, the Jets, uh, I think Sam Donald just uh, started throwing the ball to the wrong people. <laughs> you uh, know, I, I would I would cert- most certainly will will not agree with that at all. And what I would say is first here, the New York Jets have an issue centered around on their offense. For one, I'm going to start off with the offensive line. The offensive line actually held their own for once. They held their own for the most part. Sam Darnold had his time to make his throws, and he was making his throws. The problem was I see a lack of communication on the offense between his receivers and him. However, Sam Darnold, for the most part, has been very accurate in these past three weeks of football so far. The problem is I say that the playbook is not being implemented correctly. The coaching is lackluster. And right now you're putting too much pressure <laughs> on a kid who is playing on a mediocre offense. The defense uh, so far is decent. I think everybody was I think everybody was writing them off early on. But so far in the first three weeks, the defense has been decent. I would say they're about top fifteen in the league. But but you know what, Jeff, I, you know what? When you lose, you cannot place uh the blame goes across the board. You know that you know the, the you know the Jets just didn't come through in Cleveland. Uh, the score was fourteen nothing in the first half. I mean, everything could have gone right for the rookie and the Jets on defense, and all of a sudden, this is what happened here. And I need everybody to listen to me carefully when I say this next. <laughs> At halftime, 
the announcers had said that they spoke to Todd Bowles, coach of the New York Jets. Uh-huh. And when the momentum shifted, when Baker Mayfield came out there, and I'm not going to take anything away from the kid. The kid actually showed up, and he acted like, hey, listen, I should be the starting quarterback. But nonetheless, they asked him, they asked Todd Bowles, one question, simple question, what is going to be your game plan in the second half? What are you going to make changes to on defense? And did you know what Todd Bowles said, E.W.? What is it? Todd Bowles says, I don't care if there's another quarterback out there or not. We're going to stick to the game plan. And at first, when I heard that, I'm like, uh, you can't be serious here. I mean, I hope you're bluffing just so you, you know, you know, they got the I spy with my little eye in the NFL now. You know, they're listening to everything just so they can see what's going to happen in the next quarter. But that's very alarming to even say. You know, how could you be so comfortable with saying, you know, after this, this, this kid came out here, we're talking about a rookie who hasn't played an NFL regular season game yet. And just in the matter of nine minutes into a quarter, he is tearing up your defense. I I, I, I agree with you on, on on that one, but that's been Todd's bowl. Uh, I think that's just his style of coaching. I don't think he rotates uh, the players like he should. I mean, if, if we have Rockway's own, uh, you know, Foley Fatukazi. I mean, why didn't you put him in there? I mean, what are you waiting for? Do you do you wait until the season is on the line? Uh, to start making changes, I say give these young kids a chance and let them get in there. I say Baker Mayfield just tore them apart. Um, you know what? I'm gonna agree with you on that one. But what I'm gonna say is, do the Jets actually have this young talent that you speak of? I mean, we know about our hometown boy Foley. There's no doubt about it; he's talented. And there's no right. doubt about it, but I mean, wouldn't you say that we may want to preserve that young talent? Because I mean, you know, here going forward, we're still talking very early. They're one and two. Many teams came back from one and two. Now, I would say if they were 0 and 3, I'll say, hey, you know what? Just throw a season already. Let's just go ahead and put these young kids out there. Well, you got a point. It, it, it's still early on. I, listen, man, I think this is probably the best Jets team I've seen in the last. 10 years to be honest with you and um i'm not really a jet fan i do root for the home team um but that was a winnable game but i think they were just outplayed i think the hungrier team came and, and they and they took control and they executed and the jets look foolish now i mean i wouldn't say that they were hungry per se because that first half it looked like they were just the same old cleveland browns to me and that just goes to show you how dysfunctional that organization is by not having their trust in their rookie, by leaving out this mediocre quarterback of just someone who doesn't really have much success. I mean, yes, he made the playoffs with Buffalo Bills. We are talking about Tyrod Taylor here, folks. Correct, uh, correct. You know, he Would has you... he, he has not he he hasn't really became that dominant quarterback. Well, you were never you, you were never a fan of him to begin with, but. You... You, you well, gotta well, give am it. I telling the truth or not? I mean, has the guy accomplished anything really to be a starting quarterback on any NFL team? Uh, he just he just didn't come through against the Jets, but it's not like uh, uh, his first game of the season he was playing like that. I mean, he was just a little rusty. Uh, the Jets were coming off the ball. You know, actually, that's the first time I saw all 11 players on the defense uh, bringing the business. Well, you know, but I... I, I told you, they're going to go into Cleveland. I smell the upset. And you were just like, nah, the Jets going to pull this one off. And 
etc. But Cleveland has been building a franchise for years. You know, they've been getting them in the draft. They've been making trades. Well, yeah, and, uh, and 11 of them, 11 of them that they've drafted in the first round the past 11 drafts are not even on the roster anymore. Well, uh, you got a lot of head cases. I mean, they just shipped one out to uh, New England Patriots. Which I think was a horrible move. See, you seem to think that keeping uh, head cases in the locker room is is productive, man. When you have guys like Randy Moss and Terrell Owens, those guys will destroy the mojo of a locker room. Well, listen here. If they're producing and they're showing out, hire somebody to keep control of them. We do not have to just keep so, giving up on wait, wait, wait. sacrificing wins wait. because so you we don't want, like the guy's attitude. So you want to babysit a grown-ass man? That's what you're trying to tell me? No. We, you it's gotta not be babysitting. Kidding. It's just having you personalities. It's Come having on. personalities get used to each other. That's all I'm I, saying I, here. You, you got super egos. I mean, you can't mess up a locker room. You can't mess up a mental state when a team is trying to build and they're trying to win. Well, but so, you know what? I'm going to bring basketball into this. Uh, Michael Jordan had a horrible attitude in the locker room. You mean to tell me you're just going to toss Michael Jordan out of the Bulls? Uh, I've never heard that part. But Michael Jordan made the Bulls a better team. Michael Jordan brought out the true talent and the most mediocre players on the Chicago Bulls. He made them who they are. And your point is he, well taken. But, however, you're telling me Terrell Owens was not an effective player? You're, you're, you're telling me players like Des Bryant were not effective on the teams that they were in? You're telling me Odell no, no, Beckham no. Jr. Are, were not effective? Terrell Owens is one of the all-time greats. He's also one of the all-time greats with his damn mouth. The same thing with Randy Moss. I, I, I'm just like, listen, you, you let your game play uh, speak on the field and shut the hell up. And that's pretty much it. I, I think they go overboard. Um, and, and, and if you look at them, um, out of all of these trash-talking players, how many of them are in the booth now? Not many. Right. Yeah. You, uh, did you just say Randy Moss just get hired by, uh, was it ESPN or Fox? Or who picked him up? Yeah, Randy Moss is now on NFL Network, actually. Okay, so he's on NFL Network. Now, he'll go down as probably one of the great, greatest wide receivers that ever played a game, but... Jay is in the building! That's right, we are back, we are back right after you was trying to... Jay is in the building! Yeah, 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 yeah. Tyrod Taylor is also in the concussion building. Well, you know what, um... That's the NFL now. That's the sport. That's the protocol. Uh, headshots, you got to go down. So uh, you're going to see a lot of players. If the concussion really happened. <clears throat> I mean, I, I don't see how you could even say that. I mean, you you saw how the guy went down. Oh, he was walking on his own two feet, though. Well, you know what? I had a couple of concussions in my life, so let me not go. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, the Jets are sitting uh, close to the bottom at one and two next to the Buffalo Bills. So uh, I don't know. That AFC East is going to be uh, interesting. The, the Dolphins are two and zero. Kudos to them. We are Giants zero and two. Ouch. The Giants uh, don't look too good so far. Neither do my Steelers. They're zero one and one. 
that's really gonna mess you up in the postseason with a a, a record like that. But uh, yeah, the Steelers case though is they just can't seem to get the the locker room in order, and uh, you know, and I really love the coach of, of the Pittsburgh Steelers, a phenomenal coach. It, it, uh, uh, but I don't, I think he's losing control of his players. Absolutely, and he needs to pay Le'Veon Bell and bring him back. And that's really hurting them. You can just see the offense doesn't have a steady flow. It doesn't take it. It's not taking enough pressure off the ball for Ben. Exactly. It's not taking enough pressure off for Antonio Brown to do what he does. And now Antonio Brown, for some reason, now is having issues with staff on that team, which is just like this is mind-boggling. Well, there's a new wide receiver coach, and he's kind of clashing with him. Listen, when you have your franchise player out there, it's time to get him the goddamn ball. But Jeff, what did that tell you? Whenever you put your face on a cover of Madden, you have a fucked up football season. That's well, a fact. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I would try to avoid that cover if I was any athlete. Exactly. Uh, I don't. No, exactly. Thanks for no thanks. Exactly, and uh, he's doing that. Isn't he doing like a, a Old Spice ads or something? <laughs> maybe, maybe he has the wrong uh, uh, advertising around him, but I don't know. But he, he's a phenomenal player. I had I had a, a god brother of mine who, who used to say this about Madden, you know, just to touch on that really fast, which I thought is really, really crazy to say. But he said, oh, I, I had brought up a suggestion, right? I had said, you know what, okay. to break the curse, why don't we just put John Madden back on the cover, right? Himself, the man himself. <laughs> and he, he's like, oh, no, 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 if we do that, he might die. I'm like, oh, no, don't say that, man. That's just horrible. Just don't <laughs> love John Madden. <laughs> John Madden's an old man. He he don't need it. He don't need the money. He's a well. He's he, making money off the game, but everybody's like, well, someone has to break this curse. We gotta put an athlete on there or somebody who's just not playing anymore. Uh, yeah, you can put uh, Jim Brown on the cover. I, I mean, you know, they put Adrian Peterson on the cover, and then all of a sudden he's knocking his kid upside his head in the Chuck E. Cheese. I'm not nothing funny about child abuse though, but I'm just saying, you know, like it's kinda wild. Yeah, but every time you go to Chuck E. Cheese, you see violence. <laughs> <laughs> must be in the, must be in the cardboard pizza. You know? <laughs> Listen, out of all the kids' places I can't stand either. I hate that damn place. <laughs> Nobody you likes know. come on. I mean come on, who yeah. wants to go and see a rat? I mean, don't we get enough of that back home? Exactly, man. But there's just no structure is just like a 200 kids running around with damn tickets to get a, a worthless toy that's worth like two cents <laughs> <laughs> you know you spend all your money and they think they win it's out look i got a hundred tickets well, what do you got you a plastic spider <laughs> here is a side little postcard by eli manning Actually, but all right. So let's get back to this week. So we got the Saints going into Atlanta. So what do you think about that one? Oh, Saints into Atlanta. That's uh, that, that's a tough one for me because actually on my fantasy squad, I bet Drew Brees this this weekend. I know everybody's like, "What are you doing?" Drew Brees is guaranteed to get three hundred yards a game. Uh, think again. Well, uh, the Saints, the, the Saints and Atlanta are sitting at one and one. I honestly think that the Saints are going to put an upset. Uh, I, I, I think Atlanta's defense, however, is being a little underrated right now. I mean, I do know they lost one of their most important safeties, but they do have a, a very good defense in the secondary where they're able to at least stop some of those passes. But then again, we're talking about the great Drew Brees, so it's like it's a catch-22. Exactly. It's so a catch-22, but Drew Brees also doesn't have a solid 
it doesn't have a solid offensive line either, but he still manages to, to do what he does best. Correct. Well, you know, I'm going to ride you now because uh, we were talking about this for like two weeks, and you think this guy is a fluke, but I think Fitzpatrick has been reanimated oh, 75 points, you know, in, in, in two games. I mean, this guy is really doing his thing. Oh, I mean, don't give 21 of 28 for 417 there. yards. Oh, my and, and, and God. Then, and then he goes and drops 27 out of 38 for 402 yards with a total of eight touchdowns, and he's what, uh, what, 30, 35 years old? Listen here, I'm not going to take anything away from the man, okay? Those numbers do not lie. Don't get me wrong, okay? It, it's it's Fitz Magic. I, I, I got to let the guy live, okay? I got to let the guy live. But uh, the guy's coming up in there with his gold chains. Oh, he's got the big old goatee and beard gear. He's got his suits on. He's on Jackson's, on Jackson's clothes, and you know, uh, you gotta give it to him. You got to do like a superstar, man. Like, so let him ride it. Let him. Let him live. I'm, I'm gonna let you ride, Ryan. But just let me tell you something here, Ryan. Your track record sometimes just makes people not trust you but you know what you were always a solid quarterback i have to give it to you but exactly but uh you, you know you you and you you were able to stay in the league i mean how many other backup quarterbacks were able to stay in the league and then eventually later on in their career become a starting quarterback on three teams i mean it, it's amazing what ryan fitzpatrick is going to do in washington the redskins uh, i'm gonna go with the packers here i mean it's aaron Rodgers for god's sakes he had a very 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 difficult first two weeks and i think he's mentally prepared to go against a, a mediocre defense of washington redskins but you can't sleep on the redskins either now you know alex smith seems to really be seems to really be doing well with the offense there and uh it, it, it might be a close one but i think alex smith like you said but Aaron Rodgers, that knee if he gets hit on that knee again yeah, he might be out. He's yeah. gonna be gone for the season. Okay, so let's go with Colts and Eagles. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Colts are gonna go into Philly and pull an upset. Yeah. I'm gonna actually gonna go the opposite direction and say, hey, Carson Wentz is back. I mean, like let's let's just say uh it's Eagles all the way, man. I mean, come on, he's got the targets, the line, the great defense, it's Super Bowl winning team. Come on, man. It's a good it's Eagles. Because he's kinda rusty. Oh, oh, just make sure, just just go for the knees, guys. If you want to have a chance, go for the knees. Don't do that. Okay, so now we got now we got your favorite. So now we got the other New York team that nobody talks about. Bills and Vikings. <laughs> oh, Kirk is going to look like a great quarterback again this week. What can I say? Exactly. This is going to be a blow. Now I say. Wait, wait, hold up. We forgot something. We forgot something. Oh my God. The, the, the ex-cornerback for the Buffalo Bills, Vontae Davis, retired at halftime. I mean, that just goes to show you how horrible the team is. He, he retired <laughs> at halftime. Who does that? Yeah, that I've never <laughs> I've never heard that before in my life, but uh, it, they they need to restructure that whole organization, but I feel bad for them, but you know what? Your professional athletes, you get out there and play. You try to win every weekend. Yeah, don't be a sore. Come on, Vontae. You just you're better than that, man. You had a great career. Just come on, man. Come on. Okay, so Raiders going into Miami. I say Miami's gonna come out on top and Miami's gonna go three and L. Well, you know me, I'm gonna have to be biased and I can never go on roof for the Dolphins. But you know what? Dolphins it is, people. Exactly. Okay, now this one right here. 
The Broncos are sitting at two and zero, and I honestly, honestly think they're going to go in there and destroy the Ravens at home. Oh, I absolutely. I think they're going to go in there and do their thing because when when, when you go over there, so now you're looking at uh, the two and zero team. So you, you got the Dolphins. Uh, you got the sleeper of the year is is the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Jacksonville Jaguars, oh, man. Oh, and yeah. the Cincinnati Bengals sitting up there. Uh, two and oh. exactly. I mean, Andy Dalton is looking solid with AJ Green. I mean, I mean, watched him last week Thursday. Come on, three touchdowns, exactly. ten receptions, eighty something wow. yards. I mean, I mean that's not a great numbers for a wide receiver, but hey, three touchdowns. I think you've done the job. Well, here we go. So Cincinnati is going to roll into Carolina. How do you feel the Panthers are going to handle that? That's going to be an amazing one because we got two great defenses there, very underrated defenses as well. I mean, Luke Keighley has fell off a little bit, but we still got great. I mean, great linebackers, great secondary in Carolina. I'm just more concerned about Cam Newton being able to keep his head in the game when things get tight. Well, if he stopped wearing them damn crazy ass uh, outfits, maybe it'd be okay. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, stop looking like the black Al Capone camp. Come on. <laughs> that guy's like broken up. Okay, so this one is going to be a scary uh, one. The Giants going into the Texans. Oh my God, Texans. Uh, uh, both both lackluster offenses right now, but Texans do have the upper hand on the defense. But uh, JJ Watt's still breaking in. Um, Jadavion Clowney is just non-existent. Yeah, that offensive line is horrible. Secondary so, solid. I, I mean, you know, we, we got it. Giants are gonna take another L. Yeah, all went three. Okay. So here, here's the one, and here's the one I, you know, that you need to look at with a uh, uh, pure strategy. Titans going into Jacksonville. Uh, oh, oh man, I'm sure so bad for my favorite, my favorite quarterback of all time, and one of my favorite schools. And the college football, my Ducks, everybody knows I love the Ducks. Everybody knows. Marcus Mariota, God bless you on Sunday. God bless you. I'm just, I'm not looking for Can they withstand the defense of the Jaguars? No, they, they just can't. And I mean, Tennessee's defense is actually ranked top eight right now in the league. I think they're ranked seventh right now, the defense, but I, I, it's not going to be a thing. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a close nail biter, and I don't think Mariota is gonna be able to close it out with those with the mediocre receivers that he has. But, but we got another game that's gonna be pretty interesting. Uh, 49ers going into Kansas City. I think Kansas City is gonna. Uh, I love that them. game. Believe it or not, that game is gonna be different. I think, think it's gonna be a breeze. I, I think it's gonna be a shootout. You got two good quarterbacks. And uh, they definitely Patrick Mahone is is really ten touchdowns and what? Uh, to, come on now! I am so. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you, EW. I didn't know who this guy was when they signed him. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. Everybody did attack me after the show. I had no idea. Who this guy was. The Chargers, fifteen for twenty-seven, two hundred and fifty-six yards, four TDs. Then he comes back and does twenty-three of twenty-eight for three hundred and twenty-six yards for six touchdowns, ten touchdowns in two in two games. When is the last time you see a quarterback do that? I mean, well, what was the last two teams that he played EW? Though I mean, that might be all. Oh. Well, man, he's the real deal. He's the real deal. I like the guy. Didn't know him before, but now I do. What Watch the Chiefs. Always say? <laughs> well, he said a lot of things. It all depends on. <laughs> it all depends don't know, on. Which... Now you know. Now you know. So here we go. We got we got the Chargers going into the Rams. I think the Rams are going to make pancakes out of the Chargers. The Rams. 
Oh my god, that defense. I'll be scared. I wouldn't play football. I'm serious. I'm sitting down that here. <laughs> the talent and, and with the Rams have, I think we may have a Super Bowl contender. Exactly. I was just about to say uh, they are so far my early, 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 early pick for the Super Bowl because oh my god, the Donikin Sue and McDonald on the same line is scary if you're a running back or a quarterback. Exactly. I, I'm sitting down, coach. Coach, no, I'm not going out there. <laughs> There we go. So now we got a team that got to redeem themselves. So you got the Cowboys going into Seattle. Oh, God. I hate talking about the Cowboys. I really hate talking about the Cowboys. It's the same story every year. I think the Seahawks are going to wake up and surprise the Cowboys. Oh, oh, come on. It's Russell Wilson, man. Dak Prescott. Come on. Give me a break. I think they're going to wake up. Now, here's another game that to me seems uh, completely lopsided, but. Uh, don't sleep on the Bears. The Bears are going into St. Louis, going to the Cardinals. I think the Bears have a nasty defense and they got a lot of talent on that team. I see the Bears by 20. Yeah. Well, 20? That's that's big. It's a big number. Um, Cardinals are trash. Yeah, Chicago isn't all that great either on offense. Yeah, but their defense is kind of nasty. Well, here's, here's another one that nobody's going to be looking forward to. The Patriots going into Detroit. Oh, please. Clown show. I'll, I'll give you a score right now. 50-3. to three. Oh, man. Uh, you know what, man? Is, uh, is it just me or this team gets an easy schedule every year? Is it just me? Yeah, they do have a very easy schedule. But I'm glad they're one and one, which is good. Now, for Steeler Nation. Steelers are going into Tampa Bay with Fitzgerald at the peak of his career. What do you think of this one? You think the Steelers are going to wake up? You think Le'Veon Bell is going to sign and, and be out there well, on Sunday? Well, Le'Veon missed his team meeting, so he did not qualify to play this week. So there's no Le'Veon Bell again against Tampa. And I'm going to just go ahead and say Fitzmagic's uh, Cinderella story continues. Uh, I'm going to take the fifth on this one. And Steelers' defense has not actually played up to their part as we usually. I mean, this is sad if you're Steelers Nation because, I mean, I've always remembered this defense being dominant every year. I mean, this, I cannot remember the last time the Steelers had a bad defense. They need to start spending the money, and that's probably one of their major problems, and that's what's, what's going on right now. What do you think about that? Oh, I, I would say that whole organization needs a whole overhaul. I think it's time for Steelers Nation to say, hey, listen, we got the most Super Bowls. I mean, I'll, I'll live with my six. And, uh, yeah, it's time to just start over again. You know what? Tom, uh, I almost said Tom Coughlin. Oh, gosh. Um, what did, what happened to Tom Coughlin, by the way? Uh, I think he hung up his boots. Actually, I think he's in. I think he went to the NCAA. I'm not sure. We got to do some. Yeah, you can do some homework on Tom Coughlin. I don't know why he popped up in my head for whatever reason, but he is a two-time Super Bowl winning coach. Let's just throw that out there. You got to give him that. So, you know what? Uh, as much as I uh, love football, my favorite pastime is college football. And I got to go over there, but I am really upset that one of our hometown kids, Christian Eisen, uh, Who's the Scarlet Knight over at Rutgers? And um, I, went to a basketball, I went to a basketball game with him by the Barclays Center shortly before he, he, uh, he shipped off to Rutgers. We were all there. We had a great time. Amazing. Amazing. 
amazing kid, and I, I just, I, I, I just wish him nothing but the best, and I can't wait to see his success. And the minute he takes the field, he's not coming off. I kid you not. But right now, um, they're not looking too good. Uh, I, when they went, I, I, I told Chris, I was like, listen, don't estimate, don't underestimate the Jayhawks. And uh, the score from that game, I was just blown away. Was it like 55 14? Uh, 55-14 and prior to that they went into Ohio and lost uh, 52-3 to um, I predict them to uh, and, and you may disagree with them but I think they're going to redeem themselves because they're playing Buffalo at home this week but you think Buffalo might give them a good game Hey, uh, I mean, it, it's, this is the birthplace of college football. I mean, I just really hate to even see Rutgers in this type of predicament. I knew everything went down when Graciano left, and he signed to go and be the coach of the Buffalo Bills, and that became a disaster as well. So I don't even know how great he really was, but, I mean, Rutgers, yeah, they're going through yeah, Rutgers. Rutgers is in the Big Ten, and uh, Rutgers is over there with Northwestern, Minnesota, uh, Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois, Purdue. But now you got uh, Purdue, Purdue and uh, Nebraska. Nebraska's at 0-2. Purdue's at 0-3. Uh, so there's still some life. I mean, you got Iowa at 3-0, Minnesota 3-0. Northwestern is uh, struggling at 1-2 like the Rutgers. And uh, I'm shocked that Michigan State is 1-1. Uh, one one. Uh, then we moving all up. We got Maryland 2-1, Michigan one, but um, Indiana's at three and zero. Penn State is three and zero. Ohio State is three and zero. So we got some. Uh, the Big Ten is tough. So um, yeah, and sadly, somebody in the Big Ten is going to be left out of the, the the playoff picture again, unfortunately, because we all know what goes on in college football with the SEC and everything. You know, Alabama seems to always find their way in there, even if they got a loss or two. Um, right, right. Texas A&M is looking really, really good right now. I mean, they have their shot right now at Bama this week, this weekend coming up, I believe tomorrow. And um, that's going to be the game of the week. That's going to be a great game. I think they will pull it out. I mean, Texas A&M, their program has fell off in the last couple of years. Uh, one of my good friends I played football with, his son played over at Texas Tech. And, you know, uh, are you talking about Texas A&M? Yeah, bad. Texas A&M Aggies, yeah. Uh, that'll be that's, that'll that'll be a good game. That'll be a good game, and then you got to knock them off. I hope they knock them off. Well, it's gonna be a good game to watch. You got at twelve o'clock. You got uh, Georgia Bulldogs going over to Missouri Tigers, and both of them are sitting at three and zero. But you know what? I don't think anybody can stop the running game. With Georgia, Georgia has played a best running game in football right now, college football. Um, so this is a it's a sleeper. You have Notre Dame, three and going to play Wake Forest, sitting at two one. Wake Forest at home. Oh, no. oh, that's not even a game. Oh, no, no, no. Plays ball. Then you okay. got to uh, the Nebraska Cornhuskers going into Michigan. I think they're going to take a beat down. It's going to be another sad one. I think they're going to have to revamp Nebraska season uh, after this because that's it. They can forget a new bowl game. I, I just have to throw out there really quick about my Oregon Ducks. I'm, I've been wrong. I thought we would be completely horrible this season. And we are playing exceptionally well. 
but we got to play Stanford this week, and I'm just like, oh, this is the test right here. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got two 3-0 teams powerhouses, but you got the number seven uh, Stanford Cardinals going into Oregon. I say the Oregon is going to take the first L. Really? Oh, Mick, God, you're making me so happy right now. Stanford's in, Stanford's in beast mode. And, and, and we got a quarterback that's like I think everyone needs to pay attention to. I mean, I'm not saying that because I'm a fan. I mean, it's already been written all over ESPN and CBS Sports that Justin Hibbert is it, he's he's just phenomenal right now. He's looking like a Heisman candidate, early Heisman candidate already. But you know that doesn't mean nothing. Oregon's known for Oregon's known for producing these quarterbacks, and then when we make it far, yeah, you know, you know the rest. Yeah, but they're gonna take that. We're, we're, we're going back up. Now we're looking at uh, after the blowout with uh, Nebraska and Wolverines, uh, Boston College is going into Purdue. Purdue is 0 3, and Boston College is 3 0. Uh, well, I, they, think yeah, the I haven't done my research though on them. I think the Boilermakers may wake up. I give them uh, edge by three at home. And uh, we're already, uh, it's going to be interesting over here. You know, you got Texas AM going into Alabama. Which I don't like Alabama, but they're sitting at three and zero, and you got the Texas Aggie at two and one. I say an upset Texas A and M by three. Uh, coming up now, one of the teams who has one of the best defenses I've seen this year is the two and Clemson Tigers going into Georgia Tech. This is going to be a game, even though Georgia Tech is one and two. I think they're going to give Clemson a run for their money. What do you think? I don't think so at all. Clemson is just way too good. I think they're the second best college football team in the nation right now. And there's no way I'm going to sit here and write them off against a Georgia Tech team. So, so struggling with recruiting lately. I mean, they do have great receivers on their team. I don't know if people remember uh, about last year. You know, they do know how to get the yards, but that defense is just too good. It's not going to be enough. Well, I, I think they may make it close in the first half, and then, you know, Clemson going to put out in the end, but uh, don't sleep on them. Uh, but then you got the one and two two lane green wave going into Ohio State Buckeyes. I say the Buckeyes go to four and zero. I think it's gonna be a blowout. That'll be a blowout. It's Ohio State. I mean, come on. Exactly. You got Kansas State Wildcats sitting at two and one going into West Virginia Mountaineers. I say West Virginia goes to three and zero, and I think it's gonna be a close one. But I think they'll put up. Kansas just at home. They're they're a formidable opponent. But on the road, they just don't do too well. So we got a, a number 13, Virginia Tech, uh, going into Old Dominion at 0-3. I say Virginia Tech is going to 3-0. and Yeah. After that, we got FIU going into Miami Hurricanes at 2-1. and oh, Come on, it's the Hurricanes. Come on. I mean, FIU, I mean, come on. Do you know who their head coach is? I mean, you know who's running – the show at FIU. Do you know who the athletic director of FIU is? Who you got over there? Isaiah Thomas. I mean, come on. Oh, good Lord. Uh, next, next <laughs> you said that. All right. We got TCU, the Horn Frogs going into Texas. I like the Horn Frogs. I like TCU. TCU. I pull this one out and surprise Texas. And then you get the McNeese Cowboys at 3 0. Going into BYU is two and one. Now BYU is a beast at home. Yeah, I mean, do, you know, do these games even matter? 
Uh, it matters to me because I, 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 I think college football is just far more exciting. What, what I don't like about college football, though, is it's because it makes me not care about these teams because even if they go undefeated, they never have a flying chance of making the playoffs. <laughs> That's correct. But, you know, it's just the way it's set up. I mean, maybe one day uh, they'll get it right. Uh, so we get Army at 2-1 going into Oklahoma. I can't stand it. Oklahoma playing so Army? Oh, my God. I hope Army goes in there and upsets him. But Oklahoma's a beast at home. That's going to be a good one. Then we got Louisiana Tech, 2 0, going into LSU at 3 0. Oh God, God bless Louisiana Tech. Oh, God. Exactly. God good luck over there. Uh, we got the Mississippi State Bulldogs, which has an excellent program, going into Kentucky at 3 0. This is going to be They actually have the top recruiting class in the country next year, actually. Yeah. I've just read about that. I was like, uh-oh, something's changing down south. This is the late game, 7 p.m. Watch that one. Then you got Texas Tech sitting at 2-1 on one going into Oklahoma State at 3-0. I think Oklahoma's going to pull this one out. I don't think Texas Tech. I got Tech. Oklahoma State. Exactly. You got uh, at 1-2, and two, Arkansas Razorback going into Auburn at 2-1. on one. I never really liked the Razorbacks. I always felt they were overrated. I'm going with Auburn. I'm going to pull it out. But you got Michigan State, which I'm shocked that they're at 1-1 one one, going into Indiana, who's sitting at 3-0. But this is a game I think you got to watch. I think this one is going to be close. You know, well, so as, we're, as we speak right now, I mean, the Big Ten is just, I mean, someone's got to lose eventually in that conference. Ah, that's true, but... uh, They all got to play each other. I mean, we're going to have Penn State playing Ohio State this season. They're all going to have to play each other. Michigan, everybody. Ohio State is a a beast. (laughs) They just got talent all around the ball on that school. Okay, so we got number we got number eighteen Wisconsin Badgers sitting at two one going into Iowa. Iowa at home is uh, a formidable opponent. I think Iowa is going to pull this one out. I, I'm going to go with Wisconsin only because the fact is they played so well last week. They just fell short. They're still a really good mm-hmm. team on paper, and I'm really loving their quarterback right now. Iowa, Iowa has some hitters on that defense. Their back seven brings you headaches. Absolutely. I'm going to go to Iowa. And then we have the Arizona State Sun Devils at 2-1 going into the Washington Huskies at 2-1. Oh, you already know. You already know my answer to that one. I'm an Oregon fan. Bet on the Huskies, please. Exactly. I mean, I listen, Arizona is going to be their A game, but Washington, they're not walking out there with a W. I'm sorry. I hope not. We need them to lose. Yeah, so uh, it's been a uh, topsy-turvy type early season, but I could see some broken predictions coming to life, but I would like to see uh, the Scarlet Knights pull out a W this week. I think they've... Uh, that would be amazing if they pull out. Exactly. I think they're at home. I think we're all going to be rushing the field in East Rutherford. Oh, but wait, wait, wait. I think, we, I think we forgot two teams. We got Penn State at oh number 10. Going into number 17, Illinois. Oh, wait, 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 wait. And it's not looking no, 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 good no, no. right that now. Was last, that was last week game. That was last week game. That was 21-17. My bad. Well, but Penn anyway. State is playing Illinois right now. Eight minutes and 52 seconds left in the fourth. Score is 49-24 PSU. So it looks like they're cruising through there. 
Um, I always like the energy at college games and the noise is incredible. And these kids aren't being paid for nothing, so they just have to have fun. You know, when you get in the NFL, everything changes. It's all about the money and investments. You know, so uh, well, we got an interesting uh, week of football coming up. I kind of love it. You know, but you, but you know what, Joe? You know what you need to watch? It is quite interesting. Have you ever watched women's football, professional football? No, didn't know they had oh maybe the lingerie league, yeah. That's what, you, <laughs> that's what they should call it because they literally look like they're running around in bikinis. Oh, let them keep on doing that, please. <laughs> Take it into overtime, you know. Uh, but uh, it's interesting. Um, I, w- I would have never thought that women's football would even get that far. And I don't even think that we should even try and date them. <laughs> they probably could knock us both out. I believe you. I believe you. But listen, you know what? We got a great week of football coming up, and this is our first sports show. So you guys can leave messages, uh, pop into the show. We would definitely like to hear from everyone. And you can also eat, uh, email us at wakeupamerica2018 at gmail.com. And, and don't, forget, don't, don't forget the Twitter. We are at gotcha. DC underscore wake. We need followers, so please follow us and exactly. always tweet. Week one, we did we, we did well for week one, close to 400 downloads. I am shocked, but I'm glad. So am I. I was going to continue to do this. And uh, like I said, when you say wake up, you need to drink some coffee. On that note, Jay, we're out of here. We out of here, E. See you later.